welcome to episode 7 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes that object so interesting to astronomers. So let's run the random number generator. the coordinates that came back this week are 2 hours, 36 minutes, 59.1 seconds right ascension, and plus 24 degrees, 38 minutes, 51 seconds declination. This points to an object in the constellation Aries with the designation of 30 Ariadus, which I'm going to call 30 Ari for short because I don't know how to exactly pronounce Ariadus. Although this type of designation is normally used for individual stars, 30 Ari is much more than just a single star. With even a small telescope that amateur astronomers may own, it would be possible to see that 30 Ari can be separated into two components. The one to the east is called 30 Ari A, and the one to the west is 30 Ari B. 30 Ari A has an apparent magnitude of about 6.5, and 30 Ari B has an apparent magnitude of about 7.1. So while these two objects would not be visible to the naked eye, they would be visible in a small telescope. Although it would be kind of hard to actually find them in the sky, given that there are lots of other stars around, which are around magnitude 6 or 7, like 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B. As seen from Earth, 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B are separated by about 38 arc seconds, which is about the same size as Saturn's rings as seen from Earth. The two objects appear to be at a distance of about 147 light years, or 45 parsecs, which means that the two objects are separated by a distance of about 1,720 astronomical units, where one astronomical unit is equivalent to the distance between the Earth and the Sun. Now, other astronomers have determined that 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B are physically close enough to each other that they are probably gravitationally bound and orbiting a common center of mass, although they would be expected to take tens of thousands of years to orbit this common center of mass. However, the most recent distance measurements to 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B differ very slightly, but just enough to be statistically significant. And this difference in distance would separate 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B by more than the light year, although it is possible that the uncertainties in the new measurements are slightly higher than what has been reported, and that the two objects are actually close enough to be gravitationally bound and orbiting some center of mass. So if you noticed, I've been referring to 30 Ari A and 30 Ari B as objects, I haven't been referring to them as stars. And that's because neither object is an individual star. 
30RA is actually a binary star system that is so close together that even though it looks like one star, the only way it could be identified as a binary star system was by using spectroscopy to measure the Doppler shifting of that star, which demonstrated that the star had to be moving slightly in a way that would be consistent with it being in orbit with another star. The stars have an orbital period of about 26.6 hours or 1.11 days. The larger star is an F-type main sequence star, which means that it is a star that fuses hydrogen into helium in its core like the Sun, but that it is slightly hotter, larger, and brighter than the Sun. The smaller star has not been identified because it's very faint in comparison to the brighter star, but it's probably some type of red dwarf, which is a type of star that's much smaller than the Sun, but that still fuses hydrogen into helium in its core. 30RE-B is also an F-type main sequence star, and up until 10 years ago, everybody thought that it was just a single boring star. The star was then targeted by an exoplanet survey that observed Doppler shifting of the star for over five and a half years before accumulating enough data to show that absolutely nothing was special about this star. Just kidding, they actually found an exoplanet in orbit around the star. The exoplanet, named 30 Ari Large B Little B, has an average orbital radius of close to one astronomical unit and a period of about 345 Earth days. And this orbit is so long that it took a long time to accumulate enough data just to show that there is something indeed orbiting the star and that it's just not oscillating or moving in some sort of erratic manner. The exoplanet's mass is at least 6.6 .6 times the mass of Jupiter, which means that it's a gas giant, and also means that there isn't a solid surface for life to form and live on, but this does not preclude the possibility that the exoplanet has various moons where it would be more likely for life to form. However, the temperature on any such moons as I estimate, it could be over 50 degrees Celsius or about 90 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than the temperatures on the Earth, so it could be a little difficult for Earth-like life to survive on the surface of any such exomoons, but you never know. The exoplanet researchers, for some reason, were not satisfied with their Doppler shifting measurements, so they also got some new images of 30RAB with the Keck Observatory, and just to make life even more complicated, they found the presence of another star in the 30RE-B system. The new star lies about half an arc second away from 30RE-B, and this is close enough that the blurring by the atmosphere would normally blend the light of the brighter star and the fainter star together, but the Keck Observatory used a system called adaptive optics that can remove this blurring by the Earth's atmosphere and produce sharper images, thus allowing astronomers to find the smaller star. The new star is another red dwarf, and it orbits 30RE-B outside the orbit of the exoplanet at a distance of about 24 astronomical units. If this was an orbit in the solar system, this would place the star somewhere between the orbits of Uranus and Neptune. The orbital period is uncertain, but the lower limit is somewhere around 100 years. So, to recap, 
30 ARI consists of five objects divided into two objects called 30 ARI A and 30 ARI B. 30 ARI A consists of two stars, a yellow white star and a red dwarf in a close binary orbit where the two stars go around each other every 1.11 days. 30 ARI B consists of a yellow white star with a massive gas giant planet orbiting it once every 345 days and a red dwarf orbiting it maybe once every 100 years or more. The 30 REA and 30 REB systems may be gravitationally bound to each other, in which case they would orbit around a common center of mass once every several tens of thousands of years. All of these results demonstrate that exoplanets can be found in rather unusual stellar systems. While astronomers may be biased towards finding exoplanets orbiting single stars, 30RE shows that it is possible for exoplanets to be found in very exotic and unusual and confusing multiple stellar systems. And these results have encouraged astronomers to, first of all, search for such exoplanets in other exotic stellar systems, and to make modifications to their models on how exoplanets can form in rather chaotic and strange systems. So that was the confusing system of 30 Ari. The location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of 30 Ari in the sky is a road to the northwest of Medina in Saudi Arabia. It's located in the desert. It does look like there's potentially some irrigation going on if you look at Google Maps, and there are also some shops and gas stations if you need to fuel up or get some snacks while driving to or from Medina. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can go there to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those objects, and send me random feedback. And in fact, somebody did send me random feedback. Unfortunately, they left both the name and the message blank, so I have no idea who they were or what they wanted to tell me. But please, feel free to send me feedback or send any questions if you want anything clarified. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de, which is distributed by filmmusic.io under a CC 4.0 attribution license. The sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.